Well, hello, hello. We just got back from the ISA Expo, and I'll tell you what, it was a beast of a show. Um, had no idea how big it was. I mean, we always know how big it is, but how many people came back to it? The real true show past COVID. You know, we went to Atlanta last year, but it was it was not even close to the size of the Vegas show. So super excited to be there. We're going to walk you all through it. It's kind of the behind the scenes of Square Coil this year, and I kind of want to walk you through the madness of what we had. Uh, we also have uh, our Square Coil implementation specialist, Marissa Peacock, with us today. Hello there. Excited to be here. Yeah, she's going to be walking with us. But first, a couple things. Number one, thank you, thank you, thank you. 30,000 downloads in the last four weeks. Um, our message is getting out there. People are hearing us. People are subscribing. I can't thank you enough. We're always trying to add value to the industry and add value to your life and make you more profitable. So the fact you're listening, you guys are rock stars, and thank you so much. Also, we unveiled my book. You guys said this is the first time I'm telling you guys this. The AaronClippinger.com, uh, you can get on my website. And then the infrastructure book is what I wrote. Small booklet to teach you the things that we've been noticing. So go ahead and download it. It's free. Go to the website, download it, read it, and hope it's going to add value to your guys' company. So ISA, when, do you, when did the expo start for us? Uh, so we woke up very early in the morning. I am not a morning person on Tuesday and drove out. I want to say we were butts and seats, BIS, at mm -hmm. 5, 5 a.m. Yeah, so that was, that was the actual show. In, yeah. in, but for, for the ISA Expo, we actually started in December, starting to prep for it and plan oh, for yeah. it and move. My goodness, we're already starting to talk about next year's today. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. In December, we realized that we didn't have enough um, TVs at our booth. We didn't have enough demonstrations going for the last couple of years. We felt really bad to have people have a line at our booth. And so we said, okay, let's get a big booth, a lot more area, a lot more way to capture people's attention and, and basically give a nicer, more relaxed area. Yeah. And with that, we started to work on a brand new booth. And for those who saw it, um, we got a lot of great feedback, so we're super excited. But it was a gigantic 20 by 20 booth. It was 18 feet, 22 feet tall. Yeah. And we had five different TVs running, all the different demonstrations going. Uh, we had side conversations, side profiles going on with what can we do with you guys? What can we do with your company along with the demonstration? So we definitely check the box of getting more to it. It did it help at all? <laughs> so there's a saying um, that I'm going to steal from Field of Dreams, but if you build it, they will come. And I feel like that's what happened to us. We gave them a bigger space and more people came. I, I think that some of the feedback we've had from our people were, hey, we wanted to come by and say hi. Hey, we wanted to see you. Hey, we wanted to talk. And you guys were absolutely slammed. So, I, yeah, I think it was an amazing booth. And also, when are we going to go bigger? <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. I'm I really, kidding. I'm really scared to go bigger. So four <laughs> months into it. So I, I really guys want to take you down the back side of a trade show booth. Because if, if you're a sign company and you only see the front end, there is so much that goes into getting a trade show ready. So yeah. four months ago, we decided we want to do a bigger booth get more audience participation, give a, a greater feel. And so we ended up meeting with two or three different trade show companies and say, who who has our best vision at heart? We ended up settling on one who, who ironically and beautifully, the one that we loved was the one that was only two blocks away from our shop. So it was really easy to keep working with them and dialing in and make the experience great. And we worked with them on the logo and the layout for, God, six weeks. Yeah. 
we want it to look like this. We want the corporate colors this way. And we really, really dialed it in to make sure, you know, I, I remember even looking at it and saying, okay, those are pinch points. This, this table is too close to the booth. Nobody can get by there. It's got to be simple and easy to use. Yeah. Um, and so we went through all that. Then it was a chair testing day. Yeah. And that was, and that was just sitting our butts in different chairs. We were like, these are comfortable. <laughs> yeah. These are there. And for the people that were at the booth, you're welcome. You know, because you were sitting there walking around for 30 days trying to see everybody and your feet hurt. Heck, our feet hurt. And actually sitting in a comfortable chair was was a blessing all on its own. Agree. It was something that you kind of looked at and went, oh, thank you, goodness. Oh, thank you, thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you. And you're able to do that. And then um, they came some of the real work on the background was all of the, the little things. Yeah. The details. Yeah. And, and it really was, we had to start doing the new flyers and setting the flyers up. Then we had to start organizing this, uh, how we were going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and four or five people came and converged onto us. How are we going to handle accounting questions? Yeah. You know, how how we ended up deciding on that? I'll let you share with that for a little bit. Yeah. I think kind of naturally within the office, we all sort of went to what we like the most. You know, as you mentioned, I'm implementation. So I like the people and I like to really talk. We have a, you know, sort of a good sales, some, some good support. And then we have an, an amazing accountant and she gets pulled into a lot of questions. So we were sort of like, hey, we want to make you this special being. And uh, we, we voluntold her that she was coming. Yes. Yeah. Voluntold. <laughs> I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that one. Voluntold. Then um, that was true. Uh, Stephanie's yeah. the CFO for Integrated Signs. You yeah. Know, my sign company down here, which is beta test ground zero. You know, in a lot of ways, you know, they're the ones that have to deal with all the mess that we program before it gets all worked out. And as we told her, we said, hey, you have to come because we need that extra drive in accounting. Yeah. We need it. They've seen you know, a lot of companies, as much as I hate to say it, accounting is uh, a difficult area. It's a difficult department. And Absolutely. sign companies just go, hey, if I just build more signs, we install more signs, the money will work itself out. We really don't need a strong accounting presence. And they couldn't be further from the truth. And so because of that, we really want Stephanie to come down, look at the accounting world and say, hey, this is how your bookkeeping should be. You should be doing this for X, Y, Z reasons. If you don't write purchase orders, then this is the problems that are going to happen. And really have that one-on-one time with the client. That was really important for us to to get that information out there. And so we we're very excited to have Stephanie come on board with us. She was yeah. very gracious to come with us. And, yeah. and uh, she flew out so she could be at the sign company as much as possible. And then she, she rode home with us a day after the show. But uh, that was a huge plus at our booth. I totally agree. And I think it was unexpected for a lot of people. You know, they had come last year or the year before. And I mean, don't forget, Aaron, this was our 10-year anniversary. Well done. Very yeah. exciting. 10 years, God, it did kind of a blink. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And so I think people were kind of expecting a little bit of the same. Um, and then to come to that booth and to see, you know, as you said, this 22-foot tower, we had the big hanging sign. There were some tears putting all these things together. But um... oh, I want to get into that in a little bit. I do want to get into that. But people were impressed, you know, and I think it was, and they were, it was unexpected to see Stephanie there. So to, to have somebody like, oh, this is your accountant. This is a real live person that uses the software, but also knows accounting, I think was a huge pull and unexpected. I love it. No, it's true. And that's, and it was, I, I was, I was very gracious to have her there. There's a couple of times that I even, I mean, I have an accounting background and there's two questions that I went, I, 99% sure this is the answer, but hold on real quick. Stephanie, how we, we do it this way? And she goes, yeah, I'm like, okay, good. I know what I'm doing. But to have that second level there was really, really nice. So that we added, you know, more value to the booth. We had that there. And yet it's still at the same time we had a lime. 
But I'm gonna I'm gonna stop that thought process now. I want to go back even further to the week before. So the original. So you said our 10 year anniversary. Yeah. And I will tell you guys, the first year that I went to the trade show booth, I actually grabbed my girlfriend and my parents to help run the booth. It was literally me by myself. I was a one man band, and I and my biggest expenditure was a tablecloth. <laughs> I, I literally had a little plastic table and the cloth that had my old name of the company was on the front. And and we had bought beach balls with the little corporate name on them. We're handing out beach balls. And that literally was the, that was it. That was an aha moment. We had a little box of 500 beach balls and we started handing them out. And people were like looking at this weird piece of plastic inside of another plastic. And they're like, yeah, yeah, thanks. I, I appreciate it. And put it in their pocket. <laughs> and so within like 10 minutes of the very first day, I started blowing them up. And I'm not going to lie, there was over 500 beach balls, <laughs> these little tiny beach balls around the Orlando trade show. Everywhere. People were throwing up and down. The kids were running around with them. Our name got out there fast. So I'm not going to lie, the beach balls did work. Yeah. But that was a tablecloth and beach balls and a little a little uh, monitor. And that was it. That was the entire booth. You know, talk about having a 10 by 10 booth and we still had lots of room. Yeah. We did. It was it was so tiny. So now fast forward 10 years later, and now we're worrying about traffic patterns in our booth. Uh We've, we've grown a little bit, I guess. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a week ago, now is crunch time. You know, the week before the trade show was crunch yes. time. Yes. Yes, it was. So we're trying to get all the pieces. We're, we're uh, cannibalizing our old booth. So we're taking out the chairs and the booths, and the chairs weren't that comfortable. We said, we can't do that again. And we were finding old um, flyer displays. We're trying to find our old business cards because, frankly, being a software company, we don't need business cards. No. No, we, we have electronic and we mail stuff out and they got our signature there. But at the trade show, nobody's walking around with a laptop. And so that's like the one and only time we use our business cards. Yeah. And then we had some new hires, so they didn't have cards. So then we're scrambling to get business cards. So we dialed all that in, finally got it squared away. And then for me being the OCD type A personality that we've talked about. What? Yeah, hundreds of times before that the, the listeners know who I am. <laughs> Monday, we didn't get a chance to breathe. When I say we, I mean me. I didn't get a chance to breathe. How nice was I? On a scale of one to 10, I would say a solid one yeah. and a half, maybe. <laughs> I think I bit your head off. <laughs> it was I bit, unexpected. I bit Crystal's head off, Jamie's head <laughs> off. Every single person that even remotely gave him the long neck chicken in the yard to cut just went like this. I fucking whacked it off. I was like, you, you do your job. You do it now or clean your resume up. I was losing my mind on Monday yeah. from all the stress and everything going on. And I didn't have a chance to look at my checklist and go, do we have A? Right. Do we have B? Do we have C? And I had to rely on people's ESP. I didn't have a chance to talk to you guys. Yeah. So I just prayed you magically knew what you were doing, which is very not friendly or nice to do. And when you didn't do it, I was like, what the hell? What were you thinking of? Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm eating, leaving, sleeping, breathing this trade show for the last four months. And you guys have been doing the day-to-day grind while I'm preparing for this. Right. So you guys aren't living it like I am. So Monday was a rough one. So I will honestly tell you morale was at zero going into the trade show. <laughs> What, what was it from your guys' point of view? <laughs> I mean, luckily, you got a great team, and we were all sort of, okay, I think that um, I think that maybe he's just a little bit more stressed than we expected. And so we kind of self-rallied a little, um, but we were definitely like, we need him to just tell us that we're going to do a good job. That's all we need. Just He's going to do it. It's going to be fine. I think, ultimately, 
because we are a, a tight team, it wasn't as bad as I think you're thinking it was, but it wasn't great. I mean, we weren't, we certainly weren't like singing the square coil rah rah song. Totally. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I basically did exactly what I tell people not to do. And that's exactly what I did. So, congratulations. We're all human. This does happen. So, I'm biting everybody's head off. They're leaving. And then we decided to push off from my residence at yes. 5 a.m. Yeah, yes. So, everybody gets there. We're tired. We're groggy. Yeah. Everyone's just kind of staring at each other like, where do you sit? Where do I sit? And we and we push off. Now, all the cargo containers had already been shipped out. So, Thank the whole goodness. yeah, the whole booth was already there. Yeah. And so, we had to take off. And on a side note, for Tesla owners, don't do it long distance. Well, I mean, I had to stop two times yeah. from San Diego to Vegas to charge. Yeah. That added another hour to the already excruciating drive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to – I love my Tesla. Don't get me wrong. I love it to death. But for long drives – you better pack a Snickers. Yeah. Because that is just brutal. So, eh, side note. So, we get to Vegas. It's Tuesday. It's warm. Mm-hmm. And this was a horatious winter. We pretty much had rain for four months. Yeah, we we're not used to the warmth. It no, was crazy. We weren't used to the warmth. Yeah. We were used to sun. We had no idea what this weird yellow thing was in the sky. <laughs> Our true. skin's albino. Like, we, there was nothing there. Yeah, we so, did not look like San Diegans. No. As soon as we popped out, we're like, whoa, what is this? So, we're all thrown off by the weather. We hike in. And of course, if you've ever been to the ISA Expo, it's all union. So you can't carry anything the back door. So I, it was 50 feet from the back door to our booth. But they made us carry all our stuff almost a mile and a half to get there because of the unions. You didn't want to spend the extra eight or 900 bucks. Yeah. So we're carrying everything. We're flogging everything. And we show up and there's three boxes. And we got to start. Yeah. And, and this is the first year that we've had these three crates. So last year, you know, we knew what to do. We were kind of hit the ground running this year, you know, and also our communication wasn't that it's top notch. So there are these three massive crates that no one's ever seen. We we have a picture of how it's supposed to look at the end. And then just, here you go. Yeah, there was, Dude. there was, yeah. Ikea's instructions looked amazing compared to those. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we had nothing. We just had to start moving. You know, on the Ikea instructions, you read page one, put yeah. these two pieces together. Page two, there's your done cabinet. You're like, oh, wait, wait. Even then, Ikea would have been better than what we have. Yeah. So, what takes normally two hours to set up our booth yep. took us seven hours. It did indeed. Okay, so from 5 a.m., we charge, like like a champs, yeah. from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., 10.30, we land in Vegas. No food. Yeah. No nothing. Now, Jamie, bless her heart, had better little snack packs. She had. So we weren't dying, dying, but it wasn't smart. We should have stopped, reloaded, and we didn't. Just start building the booth. We thought two hours done like every other time. We'd be done yeah. at 1 p.m. and we go get a nice lunch. Oh, I was looking for the lazy river, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I was like, this could be the first year. I'm going to be in the tide pool. Absolutely. Yep. And at 1.30, we realized <laughs> that we were going to be there till dark. It was bad. And so we said, okay, let's get sandwiches. Let's take off. Oh, the sandwiches. Yeah. Go on. All right. And, and I'm pretty sure it was you. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how many calories do I eat normally in a day? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You would think I wouldn't know after the end of this story, but I know that you probably solidly have 4,000 calories yeah. a day. I'm between a four and 5,000 calorie diet yeah. a day. Yeah. I'm, I'm eating a solid four, some, most of the time, five meals a day. Yeah. I burn through calories. That's just how my body works and runs. And you're not a picky eater. Like you could pick, you could bring anything to you. And if you are hungry, you will eat it. Oh, so yeah. I know both of these things about yes. you. And and yet. And yet, so 
Marissa goes off. She gets sandwiches, and of course, as soon as you say food, you you listeners, you guys, you guys know. As soon as you hear food, your stomach goes. You know, it instantly is like, oh my god, I'm hungry. It's it's time to go. So I'm like, all right, let's go get some sandwiches. She goes, I think there's a subway right around the corner. I'm gonna go there. My stomach starts going sandwich, some food, food. And as she's walking away, she says, everybody's ordered. Everybody just goes turkey, 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 turkey. It's fine. So you leave. We're putting the booth together. Twenty minutes goes by. And I'm like, and I'm looking at everybody going, I am now starving. I am, I am needing food. And as soon as you came back, the union guys had showed up to start setting the booth up. So now I have to deal with them. So I can't stop, relax, have some food, regroup. I now have to eat on the fly. So you put the bag down to try and reinvent yourself or replug yourself back into the booth. And I reach in the bag and grab the first sandwich that's there. Let alone did I know that Crystal had decided to pick a different sandwich than the rest of us. So she had a special <laughs> one. And of course, out of the nine sandwiches or six sandwiches that are in there, I pick Crystal's. Yeah. Take a big old bite of it. I keep walking. She's like, well, well that's Crystal's. I'm like, uh-oh. And then she goes, I had bought you and Jeannie a foot long to split. Bless my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a foot long as an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. <laughs> like a foot long Subway sandwich is nothing. I look like one of those little beavers in the Warner Brothers cartoons. She goes, okay, what else is in there? What else we got? And so I look at that and and Jeannie looks at you and looks at me and she oh, goes, Aaron, I won't eat. And and Jeannie's a rock star. I swear you just give her a drip of water and that girl can run for a couple of days. Like yeah, she's, she's amazing. Like yeah, yeah, she is. So I eat her sandwich, I eat my sandwich. I'm still starving. It is what it is. And we continue to build in the booth. So that was at two o'clock. We walked out of there at 6.30? I want to say... I want to say it was probably six because I think we were, because I was back in the room yeah. by eight, like asleep by 8.05. So. At six o'clock, we got done. <laughs> and and I remember people saying, I don't care if the TV's upside down. You could tell we were done. Oh, we God. were trashed. The wires, we didn't care about the wires. We didn't care about anything else. And I said, okay, take the computers and lock them up inside the tower and we're going to call it a day. Oh, yeah. And the computers didn't get locked in the kiosk. Take a mental dope is up. We're going to come back to that whole story. Mm -hmm. Are we? And so we go back to the kiosk and we're done. We're finally done. And so we got to walk all the way up to the top of the Manley Bay. Yeah. Well, there's six of us, six rooms. And the Manley Bay guy took 10 minutes or 12 minutes per room. It was horrific. It was I like just had a baby in the time that it took him to get six rooms to us. It was like it was the first time he'd ever done this. It was so painful. <laughs> it was so so painful. we're dead. We're starving. It's now an hour and a half later. We finally get our rooms. We get in there. And we all crash. It was done. We literally... We stared at each other with that weird zombie look at the dinner table uh, yeah, and we dinner. went to bed. No, so, I mean, Aaron at one point, so he was kind of sitting over there and Crystal and I are across from each other and Jamie's next to me. And I, anyway, it was, and he just looks over at one point and he's like, um, I think you guys need to go to bed. And we were like, oh, okay, cool. Bye. And like, we didn't even, the bill paid, did, you know, like <laughs> we were out. So the three of us struggled for sure. So we go to sleep. We finally get to sleep. We wake up. We get down for breakfast. Breakfast is already kind of a shit show because there's a line. I didn't expect a line an hour and a half before the trade show starts, but there was. So everybody else had the same idea. We get through food and Jeannie realizes she forgot her name badge. Mm -hmm. I still have to go back in my room and grab a whole bunch of video video cameras and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I said, all right, I'm going to leave. So I go back, I leave, I go back in there and you guys are still waiting for the bill. Mm -hmm. So I just give you a look of move your ass. Yeah. And I start heading towards a trade show because right. now we have a half an hour to get set up for the first time ever, stop, breathe for once in our entire lives, have our raw-raw speech and get ready for this, this, what we hope is an onslaught of people at 930. Right. And I walk by and you're still sitting at the counters and I kind of give you the look of watch and move. I yeah. keep walking. Yeah. And okay, so I will fill in this part. Go for it. 
So we're there. And, you know, the service, as you said, it was a busy restaurant. The service wasn't fantastic. And so we got the bill. But we also had a timeline because you had said be at the booth at night. So we were like, okay, we'll be at the booth at night. So at like 8.50, we get the bill, we sign it, and we walk over. We're not running, but we're leisurely walking. We get to the booth at like 8.59. I mean, I'm like pretty proud of ourselves, right? And you're like, what, so it took 30 minutes to pay a bill? <laughs> and we were like, and it begins. Okay. And we all were like, okay, well, let's, you know, we'll get set up because that's the most important thing. Like, let's focus on the setup. Yep. Only to discover that the key to... Both the door and the small kiosk is where, Aaron, where was that key? Yeah, it was a genie's purse. And where was Jeannie? Back at the hotel room getting her name badge. Yes, she was. So now we're stuck <laughs> for another 10 minutes doing out a damn bad. thing. It was bad. Usually, if, if, if my body had been a thermometer, oh. my whole face would have been red and would have been pulsating. I was so oh pissed. Yeah. I mean, you hit it well. Oh, yeah. Not. Not. So... 928 the booth finally gets set up we have yeah. two minutes to have a raw raw speech yeah i had hired a photographer to walk around and film the booth i said all right guys get together we got to talk real quick and he puts the camera in my face and i'm pretty sure i said get the fuck out of my face to him. <laughs> and send him pack him up over there stand in the corner till you're ready oh yeah. so he looks at me he puts his head down it's the first interaction him and i have ever had yeah and i'm like look guys this is our goals we're trying to bring value. Answer the questions the best you can. If there's a line, we need to move the team through. Give them all the time they can, but don't let them sit there for three hours and jaw jack. We got to keep moving people through. Right. I want to add as much value to everybody's life as possible and respectful that there's what? 500, 1,000 different booths at this trade show? Oh, it was bonkers. I mean, that's a yeah. three-day event to walk it. Yeah. And so I'm like, just give them value. Take care of them. Ready, go. And I think I was the only one that clapped. Everybody else kind of gave me the finger on like the forehead <laughs> like this, like, yeah, got it. And then you guys just turned around and went to your stations. Rightfully so. I, I have really farmed the value in our team and bringing the team together. And if you guys had been there to any of my speeches, I brought all this up and threw myself on the bus at the trade show for the speeches I gave. Because you got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. And you screw up, you got to share it. You got to own it. We were 10 minutes. Not even. Okay, let's say five, seven minutes from the entrance. Yeah. From Oh, from the entrance. Yeah. So we I no, we were at ten minutes from the entrance. Okay. In heels. So yeah. we were yeah, we were ten minutes from the entrance and so you had to walk over to our booth to get there. Absolutely. And so when nine thirty hit, they cut the ribbon, everybody came pouring in. And we so at a minimum nine forty before we started, so we got a little bit of breathing. Yep. That's what we thought. What time was the first person that got to our booth? Oh my god, like nine thirty five. Nine thirty six. Yeah. I mean it was it was I genuinely thought we were going to have 15 minutes, right? We had set up. I was just chilling. I was kind of setting everything up on the demo. And then, boom, it hit. And it was like the first one hit and then the next one and the next one and the next one. And all of a sudden, the honestly, Aaron, the next time I looked at my watch from when we started at 930, I looked down and it was 130. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't what just happened. And, and it was still busy. Like people were still coming. It was un... I've never experienced that. We had... All five demonstrations running from 9.35 up until 1 o'clock, and we went down to two running. We mm -hmm. never had zero. Yeah. And then two back up to all four by 2 o'clock. So from 1 to 2, everybody went to lunch. Well, everyone went to lunch, yeah. And then from 2 to 5 was all four of the line. We yeah. had a line every single day of all three days we had a line there. Yeah. So day one, we bought lunches because 
<clears throat> I can learn. <laughs> so we bought lunches on day one and made sure that, you know, you had your food and then we had these other sandwiches, but we didn't even, I think, I don't think I had anything on the first day. Day two, we went out and got more sandwiches. They all went to waste on day two. We didn't even, I think the only person who ate was you. Yeah. Everybody else was just like, oh, there's food. And then by like 3.30, we realized that there was food. And by four o'clock, we were kind of, you know, shutting the booth down. So it was, uh, nobody ate on day two. Day three, we didn't even bother getting food. We were just like, you know what? Actually, that was just a humongous waste of money. We saved, you know, a hundred bucks. And the only person who had to much on day three was you. Because we just, none of us ate. Day two? I gave everybody an hour to eat their food, and I started vulturizing all the food. I kept going by and just eating, and I go by, I'm like, yeah, they weren't eating it. It's not my problem. I just kept eating and eating. I think I ate four lunches on day two as I kept wandering around the booth. Thank God somebody did. And day three, I think I had like five Cliff Bars because we never got sandwiches. No, we never got food, yeah. We never got food. Yeah. I think, no, at 11 a.m., Jamie got me those little roll things. Yeah. That was two bites for $30. I can't even talk about it. Oh, that was ridiculous. And so it was just Cliff Bar Central. I mean, I think I was oozing Cliff Bar out of you for the next two days, <laughs> just trying to get it going through. But during the show, oh my goodness! Yeah, the the I was so humbled by how many people loved us, liked the software, signed up at the booth, said this is a game changer. We had customers coming into the booth, kicking us out of the booth and saying, look it, I'm another sign guide. This is how you need to do this. Yeah. And just training people right there on the spot. Yeah. You know who you are, you guys. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. You guys are just rock stars. You, you you guys make what we do a success and I can't even thank you enough. Yeah. Uh, that one gentleman, he literally came in, sat down and goes, guys, I'm another sign guide owner. This is what you need. And for 20 minutes, he sat with that couple. I know. And they signed up. Yeah. It was bonkers. And I, that's what I love about this show. You know, I mean, obviously, it's nice to, I mean, for you as an owner, it's nice to have new sales. But for me, as the implementer, I love to see all of these people walk by, you know, like people that I've gone and talked to and like had these trainings with. And so I would, I sort of would see them walk by and be like, oh, hey. And then I had one, like one group who they're like, square coil, what, what? Like, you know, they're sort of walking by and we just like, I don't know. I almost next year I want to be the floater. I, I, Stephanie can be at the desk because I just want to hang out with everybody. Like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? Because one of the things we often talk about is once we've implemented and once they're kind of up and running, we never hear from our customers again, right? It's, it's true. It, they just never call us. They have three weeks. Yeah. Implementate. We hear them once every single day. Yeah. Week two, we hear them every other day. Yep. Week three, we hear from them once, and that's it. And that's we never, it. We never hear from them again. Yeah, it's crazy. So I loved it. I loved the show. You know, it's funny. I was a floater as well. And I never floated. Yeah. I would get stuck in one person's conversation, answer yeah. all their questions. Yeah. As soon as I see that they were done, I'd move to the next group and your hand was up, answer these questions. And I was just a ping pong ball going back and forth with yeah. all the stations. Yeah. But it was good. It felt good. Yeah. I just good. felt bad. I, I really, we came back, you know, on Monday and started talking to people and, and they were just like, yeah, we wanted to come by the booth. Yeah. We wanted to talk to you. And they just didn't have the opportunity. So I don't know. It was pretty it, exciting. I don't know for Orlando because Orlando is a smaller show than Vegas is, but I think for Vegas we might have to get a bigger booth and, and two more, three more stations. Because that's not fair to have people stand in line. We're trying to see all these people. are trying to grow their company. We are one piece, a, a critical piece. I know we are a very critical piece to everybody's company, but we are one piece. Yeah. And to have them spend a majority of the time in our booth, that's, yeah, yeah I want to get in, feel the value, see what's right, sign up answer the questions of their existing customer and then move on to something else and go learn something else new. Yeah. But it was that one. And then day two, I spoke. 
I know. On day two, I had a 30-minute learning lounge on um, leadership and ownership. Yeah. And they and they limited me to a half an hour. And also, I got talked to days and days and days about this. Probably one of the reasons why we have the podcast. And I want to just give them the real tippy-top value-added stuff at this. Yeah. Now, if you guys were not at the show, let me explain this layout. It was about 40 feet wide. They had chairs at the front. And they had, like, couches and semi-chairs. So it looked a little loungy area. And it sat probably about 70 people. Inside that, and it was about 40 feet wide, 60 feet long. And then they put us up on a little stage. I was like a foot and a half off the ground. Yeah. When I started talking on leadership and ownership, there was standing room by three people. So every single seat was taken, and we had two or three people stand up in the back. Yeah. And that equaled the biggest show of the trade show for those two days because we are the, we are the booth next to it. Yeah, we couldn't have been more perfectly placed. We were right next to the booth. Yeah. And so we got to see everything and yeah. see exactly what I was like, wow, I'm, I'm one of the bigger, I'm, I guess I'm one of the bigger speakers here for this learning lounge. Yeah. And 10 minutes into it, I picked my head up and actually surveyed the room and we had formed an oval from stage left to stage yeah. right all the way around all the seating area. Yeah, we actually, our booth ended up getting people in it like, but with their backs to us. And I was like, um, excuse me. <laughs> but they were all listening. They were all listening. And then 20 minutes into the speech, we had four to five people deep at standing room only. And ended up being almost 250 people listening to my yeah. speech in the half hour. Awesome. So if you guys missed that speech, if you weren't at the Learning Lounge during that time, we did record it. We are going to throw it up on YouTube for you guys to see that and listen to that speech. I, 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 tiptoed across all the the peaks of the good information i would love to spend you know a podcast on each conversation i did in that speech but please take a look at youtube it's going to be on youtube only uh take a look at that conversation and you'll see that speech and you hopefully you get some value out of that but uh it ended up being great yeah i think all in all it was a really good show and we all learned a lot um i learned about food really <laughs> <laughs> if you could take away something from that, i'd yeah. say what it'd be Subway sandwiches. Subway sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like next year, you know, those vests like where people hold, you know, weapons and whatever. I'm just going to have pre-made sandwiches in like just hidden it, uh, on my body. So when you come by, I'm just going to be like, whoa, here's a sandwich. Whoa, I'm just going to like <laughs> just give you sandwiches. <laughs> uh, hangry is a thing. It is definitely a thing. But I think, you know. It shows how committed you are to success, right? To the success of, of this company's square coil, but also to the success of other people's companies. You know, like if we if we rested on our laurels, we could have just had the same booth. We could have had, you know, the same number of people and, and just kind of sat back and, and said, hey, you know, we think we're doing a pretty good job. But that's not that's not your jam. That's not how you roll. And that's not how you teach us to roll, which is fantastic. You know, you're always like, hey, what's the next best thing? What, how can I move forward? How can I do this? And so that booth is a perfect example of this is my 10 years. I'm going to go from a table with a tablecloth, bless your heart, to, you know, this massive booth that almost broke my team. <laughs> but next year, we're going to know it like white on rice. And, and who knows, you know, next year, do we grow or the, you know, the next Vegas, do we grow? Because you're not content with medi mediocrity, which yeah. I appreciate. No, not at all. I don't. I don't want that. I mean, I feel bad for the people that are on our competitor software. <laughs> oh, I know, because they got like five upgrades in the whole year. I know. We push twenty every month. I know. I One of them was like, "Hey, so you guys are online?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're just online." They're like, "Oh yeah, that must be nice." <laughs> like, yeah, it's the 21st century. 
I don't even know how my competitors are competitors. I really don't. I don't understand how they can never change the software. Like we're constantly evolving that machine. People ask, when's your next push? I was like, in two weeks. Yeah. Like, well, how many do you have? I said, I think 12, 12 new toys. Yeah. And three bug fixes. Yeah. You know, we're not perfect. There's some bug fixes. We find out that people click left, left, right. We always thought I was right, right, left. Yeah. And so we find that breaks the codes. You got to fix it. We're on it. We fix all our bugs within days, yeah. you know, of it finding it. Yeah. I mean, you call our office, you talk to the, you, you talk mm-hmm. to people, right? There's no answer machine. There's no, oh, we'll get back to you. It's uh, yeah. Aftermath after the show. Yes, sir. 146 leads. Yes. 18 leads off the website three days after we got back from the show. Yep. Huge numbers. Huge numbers. And we, on average, normally land 25% of those. Yeah. The other 75%, they he and Han, we ended up seeing them over the next year or so, and they, they slowly buy over the next year. Yeah. But almost we have a 90% kill ratio. Oh, if you're looking at it in a year-long fashion, we almost every single person does end up signing up. Yep. Our, our kill ratio and our our keep ratio is huge. Yeah. Our retention is, is for for the type of company that we run, our retention is bar none. Yeah. yeah. We're at 94% retention, 95% yeah. retention. Yeah. And the people that do cancel is one because they never launched it. Never launched it or just infighting. I've Sometimes there's just so much miscommunication on the inside that uh, we, we, we find that we're a fit for half the group and then the other half have sort of rebelled. It's very odd, Aaron. Actually. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into it all no, no, this podcast. No, no. Yes, but there is. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to talk. I, I'm going to in the, the future podcast. I will dive deep into that because people need to really understand all of that. But I, I'm not going to get into it here. No. It was great. But yeah, the, the aftermath was huge. Um, so many people called up. Um, yeah. I got to play mini celebrity. People were coming up off the podcast and saying, hi, how are you? And introduce yeah. yourself. And I, yeah. what? We'd only been out for two weeks, which means our message was getting out there. So that was really, that was humbling as well. Yeah. To have people come up and say, oh, you're in from the podcast. I was like, that's amazing that the, the message is already getting out. Yeah. And how many people that had already listened to it and had learned some things from it, which I I was very impressed with as well, you know? And these are owners- these are other owners of companies, you know, they're, they're on the same par and they're just like, yeah, I listened to Aaron. I didn't, I hadn't even thought about things from this perspective or I hadn't thought of that before. It was, it was very cool. It was neat. It yeah. was really neat. The, my, my biggest one that I enjoyed the most that I got my, uh, my ego up there was a gentleman, 150 employees, huge company. Um, and he just goes, man, you're, you're doing it right. Keep it going. And that was really neat to have him say that. So yeah. I, I really respected and appreciated that. Yeah. But that was, you know, I wanted to share that with you guys. That's the backstory of the trade shows and what goes on on our walls. Uh, it's not all glamorous. We're not showing up, you know, and kicking the limo door out saying time to say <laughs> hi to you guys. It, it's a lot of backbreaking work and sweat and tears to get you guys where we want you to be, which is a lot of value in and out, simple success, simple answers. But yeah, that's behind the scenes of... The ISC Expo this year. It was fun. I can't wait for next year. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks.